Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, welcome to Course Wizards, where you can learn how you can teach anything, and I mean absolutely anything, online. My name is Christopher Maselli, and I'm here with Amit Aurora. How you doing, Amit? I'm good, Chris. So can I teach how to crochet underwater? You absolutely can. You just need the right <laughs> kind of camera to have you show how you film that. <laughs> and then you, can, then you can do it. That's right. <laughs> now, one thing we're not going to be talking about is what we're digging. Because we have decided, uh, if you listen to the last podcast, you heard us talk about this, that we've decided that we really don't want anyone chasing those shiny pennies that we drop at the end of each episode instead of focusing on what we talk about during the episode. So we're going to instead move those to future episodes and just focus a whole episode maybe on what we're digging once in a while. But today, we're going to talk about the elements of a good checkout cart. So what does that mean, Amit? Yeah, I can kick it right off. Uh, yeah. good elements of a good checkout card, uh, just like your sales page is important, more than that is your checkout card. You've done all the hard work to get people to the payment page. What should you have on the payment page so that they stick there, they don't leave, and they buy what you want them to buy? Uh, w- one of the things that I always look for is guarantee seals is there a money back guarantee mm-hmm. is there a, you know whether it's 14 day 30 day 60 day whatever the money back guarantee is and we have talked about money back guarantees in past episodes so is there one of those that's the, my first one that's right and usually you know when when we have talked about this in the past we've talked about having these things on the sales page and you do want to have them on the sales page but this is we're talking about the checkout cart page so once people have clicked yes i want this on the sales page and they go to the checkout cart page how do they know uh, you know that you still have a guarantee or what if they missed it on the checkout page you want to have it there too and so the other thing you want to have on a um, checkout card page is the logos of the credit cards that you accept right if if people aren't sure how am i going to pay for this make sure that they know if you accept visa or mastercard discover card american express paypal stripe however you use it whatever you're using for your checkout you want to show them that their checkout is secure safe to use and it's um, uh, they can use any card that they have. And I use ThriveCard for my checkout. So one of the things I can add in there is videos, like a small video testimonial. Uh, the important thing to know here is uh, whatever video testimonial you add, if you add a video testimonial, is that it doesn't take them to a YouTube page or uh, you know just don't, don't take them away from the checkout everything should be within that window yeah there should be no right on that page yeah 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 yeah, that's good that's really good either video testimonial or testimonial images or both and those testimonials act they're mainly there to remind people that okay i am making a good decision because (laughs) all buying is emotional buying we all buy with our emotions not by a rational decision making so you want to remind your uh, checkout visitors that hey you are making the right choice and testimonials help with that 
That's right. That's right. The other thing you want to include on that uh, checkout cart page is you want to make sure that they can see exactly what they're going to get when they buy the course, right? Because they, they know that, hey, I'm about ready to buy this, but they, they kind of want to be reminded, hey, what every, what's everything that I'm getting? You know, am I just getting a video course? Am I getting also additional downloads? Whatever you've got that you're selling them at that point, it's just kind of that one final point of sale where you you're saying, hey, here's everything you're going to get listed out. It's okay to list it out and let people see exactly what they're about ready to purchase. And here I want to talk something about what you mentioned, Chris. And you also mentioned this a little while ago is we have this stuff on the sales page, but we are adding this stuff to the checkout page for congruency. So my sales page is on WordPress. My card is on ThriveCard. Mm-hmm. You can see that these are two separate platforms, but you still want to be congruent with your messaging, with everything that you mentioned on your sales page. And that includes the colors, the fonts, everything should be congruent if you're using different things. Now, if you're using Newsendler, it's all in one, but I set this funnel up before Newsendler came into my life. So I already had everything set up. Just make sure that it's all congruent Otherwise, the customer is going to get confused. They might get suspicious and they will leave the checkout card. That's right. That's right. It's it's really, you're trying to instill confidence, right? In, in the people who are purchasing, you don't want to lose people when they go to uh, you know, actually put in their credit card information. Um, and speaking of that, you, the next thing you want to have is you want to have a clear call to action, right? It needs to say buy now or purchase or get it now or something so that People realize that when they click that button, boy, they're they're following through. They're going to get exactly what they've been promised. And that's important because you, you need to help walk people through the whole checkout process. So be sure you include that clear button that says buy it now. You don't want to have someone abandon the cart because they just didn't know what to do next, right? I didn't know. What was I supposed to do? I'm scrolling down the page. There's nothing there. No, make sure that buy now button is as clear as can be and that they are ready to uh, purchase it when they click it. Chris, have you ever heard of Amazon? I, I have heard of them. What That's a, that's a rainforest, right? <laughs> yes. So if you go to Amazon.com, the one thing that's very prevalent, anytime you click on a product, when you're brought to the product page, on the right side, you will always see two options. Buy now, add to cart. That is how impo- important those two things are. Now, in our case, we're talking about just buy now because these people are on the checkout page. But yes, very important to have that clear, bold, in-your-face call to action so your visitors, remember, we have to do the thinking for them. Don't make your visitors think or where they have to (laughs) click. It should be a clear button. It shouldn't be like a small, tiny link which says, click here to buy. It should be a big button, big text. Everything should be big and bold and in their face so they know that you really want them to buy. That's really the only call to action on a checkout page. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And actually... Well, I was just going to say, you made a really good point that if if you go to Amazon, you can see how they do that. I would check out other retailers too, right? Check out Walmart, check out um, Barnes & Noble. But more than that, go to other course creators, go to Amit's courses and see how he has his sales page set up. Go to my courses, see how I have my page set up. Um, for mine, it's at writingmomentum.com. Where can they see your courses, Amit? 
Yeah, so I actually will put a link in the show notes to a YouTube video oh, where excellent. I walk them through my entire funnel on how people go from my Medium blog to my WordPress page to my Thrivecart checkout and finally to my New Zealand school. I know it's complicated, but that's how I had it set up and I don't have the time to change it. <laughs> but that's good. It's nice to see a walkthrough like that to know exactly what to do next. Find maybe courses that you've taken, some that you've been convinced, hey, I need to click through and buy this. See how they set up their page and just copy that same kind of setup. There's, there's no shame in doing that. We all borrow from each other as far as just how we want things to look and set up our pages. And it's, it's totally fine to do that. Yeah. And it, they don't even have to be your competition. Like you said, Walmart, Target, uh, these are all big retailers. But doesn't mean, don't think like you're the small guy here. Just <laughs> the big retailers have put in millions, millions of dollars in researching exactly what ticks their customers and what makes them click. And they have put in so much time and so many A, B tests that you bet when you are on that Amazon page or that Walmart page, there is so much data behind how you are going to react that you can simply just take their research and put it into your own advantage by putting it in your checkout card. And there's also, if you go to Google, right, and uh, just search for which test won, and we'll put this link in the show notes. Mm -hmm. The first website that's going to show up is Guess the Test. And if you go to guessthetest.com, you can see they will show you two variations of the same page. And they will ask you, guess which one of these was the winner. And that will give you some ideas and kind of do some myth busting for you as well. Yeah, that's guessthetest.com. That's a great resource because you can see which... Um, you can see different ideas that you might have had and which one actually actually performs better statistically. Um, but now, as, you, as you're going around to all these different retailers and course creators and guessatest.com, it's fine to borrow elements from all these for your sh shopping cart, but don't include everything from everyone, <laughs> right? Everyone does it a little bit differently. So you want to do what, Amit? <laughs> you want to K-I-S-S. Uh, keep it super simple. Keep it super simple. That's exactly right. Because if you don't, it could end up being more of a mess. So what I recommend to do is find the common elements that clearly work well. If everyone's using the words buy now and using yellow buttons, there's probably a reason for that, right? So to start borrow elements like that. And if you see that some include something else, some include this, some include that, then pick and choose as to what might work for you. But you can also test it yourself. And maybe if you have a couple different courses, see which one might do better with different buttons in different places, that sort of thing. Now, Chris, I have a guess the test for you. You do? I, I do. I ran a test in my Thrivecart. So for those of our uh, listeners who have Thrivecart, you can do this. Uh, New Zealand doesn't have it yet, but that doesn't mean they won't have it in the future. It's an A-B test. So I ran an A-B test and an A-B test means variation A and variation B. And for a test to be truly successful, you only want to change one thing on each of those pages. That's so for right. example, if you want to test out which header is going to perform better, just change the headline and do not touch anything else. So I did an A-B test and my A-B test was one-step checkout or a two-step checkout. 
And which one do you think perform better where all the details are taken on the first step and you just click the buy now button or step one is your half your details. Step two is your credit card and then press buy now. Well, I'm, I'm, well, <laughs> I have a couple, I have a couple thoughts on this. Uh, I, I'm going to guess as most of us probably would that the one step checkout would be better, but I have a feeling that may not be the case. You are correct. And yeah. There is something to be said about micro commitments. And I was, I too was shocked. I'm like, wow, I for sure had my money betting on one step. So I ran it for over a month. That's the other thing. Don't run your tests for just a day. Give enough data, enough time to collect that data and then make the decisions based on those data points. And my one step checkout form uh, did a 17% conversion and one of my two-step did 22% conversion. Wow, that's, that's a big enough difference. Imagine a 5% conversion for something like a Walmart or Target or a Amazon, billions of dollars. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly to right. Even to us course creators, that's a lot of money. Uh, it was like a $500 difference and I was able to perform that in today's day and age. So why not? The, I'll tell you the other, just since we're talking about this, the other reason you might want to do a two-step checkout is because if someone is going to abandon the cart at the point of putting the credit card in, by having two steps, you can still capture their email and name before you lose them right? If, if they're going to be lost on the credit card page. And if you, if it's all on one page, you're, you're not going to get any information from them because they're just going to leave. But if you have them put in their name and email first, before they go to the credit card page, you can at least get their name and email. And that's where you'll see that retailers will send you an email that says, Hey, it looks like you were starting to check out. Did you mean to complete it? And that's what you can do is you can follow up with them if you've got their name and email. With Thrivecard, they have figured out a way. Even with my one step, they were still capturing the email and giving it to me. Oh, that's pretty so cool. They, yeah, they must have figured out a way to do that. But yeah, you're right. You want to capture that data. And uh, by law, by can spam law or the email marketing gods that make those laws, you can send them up to three. <laughs> these are called transactional emails where they did not opt in to receive your emails but because they left the cart you can send them up to three transactional emails reminding them of the product that they have forgotten in the cart and possibly giving them a discount i i did that too with card abandonment yeah the last yeah. thing i would say is have this very important hidden element on your cart that your users will not see is to have the google analytics and the facebook pixel code so you can retarget people who dropped off on the checkout page and maybe show them a ad again saying hey it looks like you forgot something in the cart uh, so you can retarget them that way yeah that's getting into some more advanced stuff but it's really cool stuff so imagine that imagine if they come to your page but they don't actually purchase it if you've got a facebook pixel on that page you can start sending ads to them knowing that they didn't purchase it the first time but you want to keep showing them the product and that can be a very very powerful now if all of this sounds really complicated. Like you're like, man, there's all these things to include. Here's the thing. If you have a good course platform, it is not that difficult. All of these things should already be included. So whether you use New Zendler, which is the platform Amit and I both love the most, or you use Teachable like I used to or Thinkific, then 
it should include all of these elements or places to put all of these elements. So it's not that difficult to do. It's just that you want to make sure that when you're creating those checkout pages, you're actually putting them in there. So make sure that your course platform does include those. And if it doesn't include places to put the, the guarantee seals, the logos, the testimonies, all those sorts of things, then you're going to want to find a different platform. So thank you. Again, for listening to The Course Wizards with Amit and Chris, this has been, uh, we've been talking about the elements of a good checkout cart today. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and uh, leave us a re positive review on your favorite podcast platform that helps us know what we're doing well, and it also helps other people find The Course Wizards podcast, which is super important for us and for helping everyone get their their uh, message out and their teaching online. Amit, you got anything else? Stay safe and keep creating. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com. 